She was born with the audacity to auditorically augment your membrane. Audible dope for the user. Auditory truth for the insane. Important in the instrumentation of the black woman bringing the truth when she came. Her do it all for you brown-skinned girls. Queens with blood and sugar cane. All tales bring you Audie light for your Audie days or your Audie nights. We were shook when Audie left. Press play, she'll get you Audie right. Buy the Audie cakes, hit the Audie bites. Dope as Leo ever? Yeah, Audie tight. Welcome to All Tales, an episode in the week of Audrey's life. Enjoy the show. Hey, y'all. Hey. Um, Welcome back to season three of Odd Tales. Hey, J-Bug. J-Bug. Hey, Tam. What up, Bottom? Um, season three, episode six, ignore my guest as of right now. <laughs> um, what I, oh yeah, season three, episode six, I have a guest today and I want you guys to try to figure out who it is because if you really pay attention to his voice, you'll know kind of. Oh, they, they can't see me? Yeah, they can see you. I just want that. They, I mean... What? Are you talking about for the people that's not going? I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Not even that. Okay, he's lost. All right, so this is the person that did my intro for season three. Oh, that's what you meant. Then, nigga, why you ain't just say that? You ain't had to tell me. I wasn't going to get, like, be like, oh, I know that voice. And then, like, let it marinate and whatever. I mean, you, anyway. you do understand these are things that you're supposed to talk to people about before you press record, right? Oh, okay. Anyways. Hey, Chris. What up, baby? Let's <laughs> But go ahead and tell the folks uh, about yourself, who you are, what you do, all that. Wait, hold on real quick because I'm holding this in my hand. Did you see this? Yo, that's live. That's the little Love sister Chris. lighter. That's what's and up. She sent us these. That's dope as shit, huh? I like it. Yo, shout out to y'all too. Shout out to the happy hour, the happy hour crew. Like, I love y'all. Like, y'all are so much like. I fuck with y'all hardcore. Um, no, but I'm Ben Rosines. For for those of you who may not know me, um, I'm I'm arguably one quarter of the dopest podcast group to ever do this shit. Um, <laughs> I'm currently one third of all docked up. I got my own show, Ben Rose versus anybody, which it drops when it drops. But I think I'm about to go back consistent. Um, I'm a very intellectual dude. I'm. I'm a shitty nigga's worst nightmare because most women love me. And, uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just, a, I don't know, man. I'm Penn Rosines. I'm a shit talker. I'm a good guy. You know who I am, Audrey. Shit. Um, I know who you are. <laughs> right. I'm and Listen, and that's how I'm talking like I'm just talking to you. No, I am Penn Rosines, host of Penn Rose versus anybody. I've been doing this podcast and things since like 2015. I took it serious for a little bit and then I just stayed in the community. I am uh, a very influential motherfucker, a very dope motherfucker. I am Mr. Poetry in Motion. I'm connected to some of the dopest people that you do not know about. And because I already said it on my show, um, Monday is my birthday, right? Which, hooray, right? But fuck all of that. 2020 been a bitch. 2020, 2021, um, I am doing a hoodie season birthday party. If you're from the Midwest, you know it get cold September 1st. So next year, Detroit, Michigan, all details will be unveiled in a couple weeks from now. But I want you to bring your hoodie to my hood. Entrepreneurs, artists, podcasters, rappers, actors, Instagram, famous models, whoever you are. Put your put your 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 label on a hoodie and come party with me for my birthday. We're gonna network. 
We're gonna make beautiful things happen. We're gonna meet new people. We're gonna some of y'all gonna get introduced to famous people. It's gonna be a good time out there. Detroit, probably the 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 weekend before the twenty first because my birthday will be on a Tuesday, and I don't think anybody's gonna come out to Detroit on a Tuesday. But yeah, so get ready for that. That's gonna be the shit. Hoodie hoodie rose is a different rose. Pen pen roses. Everybody love pen rose. Hoodie Rose, though, that dude's a, he's a different kind of guy. So I'm excited for that. Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Jay Book. I ain't see. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm trying to get like wasted. This like, I ain't said wasted in like 10 years. Thank you, Tam. I'm trying to get wasted this weekend, like chocolate wasted. (laughs) 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 All right. So. That's Pen Rose, everybody. Like I said, uh, if you listen to season two. Yeah, I was on last season. Yeah, he was on there. Um, I mean, right now you're in the presence of a celebrity podcaster, though. Uh. <laughs> Hoodie Rose, ha- Dean said Hoodie Rose, happy birthday. Yo, appreciate it, Dean. Um, uh... Jay Book asks, how wasted were you when you made those? We're going to discuss that. Not right now, bro. We're going to discuss. Don't worry about Jay Book. We go- I have that already on my list of topics. Um, but yeah, if you listen to Odd Tales Season 2, you would have heard Penrose on my show before. And believe it or not, that was the first time we ever talked. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. So now I say since then, we became super close. Uh, he gets yeah, on my nerves daily, but uh, I literally probably do talk to you every day, if not at least. If it go, if it go three nine, if it go three days and we don't talk, then it'd be a problem. Nah, dog, that I can't believe you really about to get on this damn live and lie like that because you <laughs> okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. I, let me see. If it go three days and you don't contact me, it's a problem. I am the worst nigga at responding. Everybody will tell you this. Listen, Carol's gonna be like. He don't even say, hey. He'd be like, what you doing? And I hate that. But he'd be like, what you doing? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just chilling. What you doing? A week later, this nigga come back. What you doing? <laughs> nigga, if you don't get on my damn phone, but I at least, hate that. So but then, at least I picked no, the conversation I, up. I No, you don't. So then I started doing the shit back, right? I hit him up like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> He'll hit back, nothing. You? I won't even say shit. I'll just look up the message and put my damn phone down. And then I'll get back to So one day he was like, all right, I see what you mean now. My bad. I, That's you know, I see. I'm sorry. I am, I am the worst at responding, yo. Youngest to tell you, like, Rose is a, yeah. I am. I'm the absolute worst at responding. I think my kids sometimes even be like, nigga, I'm glad I'm not dead out here in this bitch. Like, right. I'm the worst, man. I'm the worst. Yeah. I remember one time I hit you up because I wanted to tell you something. Nigga, it took you forever to respond. I was like, I don't even remember what the hell I was going to tell you. So, don't... All that to say, don't ever text Penrose and think he's going to text you back immediately. And also, I wanted to clear that we don't talk every day because you just be disappearing. And you know what? I'm used to it. It's fine. It I'm is saying, fine. though, we talk enough. It feels like every day. I talk to you enough. I Listen, I guarantee... We, we talk enough to where, like, Nigga, if something going on, I know about it. If something going on over here, you know about it. We talking enough. You my friend, nigga. Shit, get off my back. 
Anyways, so ever since that episode, we became super close. Come to find out, we kind of grew up in the same area. Uh, we probably seen each other, didn't even know it. Um, such a small world. And I, you know, I honestly would not be surprised if we knew the same people. Um, we, I think we do know some of the same people. It's just, we you probably, know, I'm, I'm actually, we like, yeah, we knew, I knew we, we know one person for sure. I think we came to the conclusion that yep. we know, yeah. I just don't go down there. If I ain't at work, nigga, I don't fuck with that area. They... <laughs> Krista, you have no sense of time. Again, listen, okay. This is my sister, and I record with her, right? And when you say let's record, you would think that a nigga would be like, yo, bet, this is the time we're going to record, so let me make sure I'm somewhere we can record, right? And so they be, listen, and I, I, I kind of take for granted the fact that people love me because I be doing some fuck shit. I ain't gonna lie. And I don't do it on purpose, but it do be some fuck shit. <laughs> so one day, <laughs> they called me to record, you know, and Chris, Chris ain't never cussed me out, but I've heard her, like, go off. So I know what she's capable of. And one day, like, I just knew I was about to get it because I heard it. She was like, yo, we just need to, maybe we should do this later. So we, we about to record this a Sunday. My dumb ass. It's Mother's Day, nigga. I'm outside cooking. I'm grilling and shit. It's motherfucking a nigga is power washing his house and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I had no sense of time. She is so right about that shit. You tell me 8 o'clock. Nigga, you lucky you got me at 8 o'clock. Shit, they tell me 8, nigga. It'd be like 8.45. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm the worst. I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like her and VJ be, be texting each other like this fuck ass nigga. Like, nah. <laughs> um okay, so I don't know if you know barbecuing and shit. <laughs> just I just realized you just really have to be on top of Penrose. Like you have to continuously harass him and be like, look, nigga. This is what we about to do, okay? Like, Facts. But if, you, if if I love you, I'll accept it. It be the motherfuckers I don't fuck with. Like, if you did that, I ain't got no issue with it. Like, if Chris, if VJ, if motherfucking, like, it's a, it's a few more, like, hype. Motherfuckers know who I fuck with, right? So if you on my head, I don't give a shit. It be the people that act like, because you seen me at an event one time because I like this shit on Instagram that we friends now. Like, nah, nigga, run that. You know what I'm saying? Because, well, see, Tam, you you nice. That's why I was on time for you. These niggas be jumping on my back, Tam. But, 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 you keep going at me about this candy corn situation, Tam, and me, I might show up to your next show a good 30 minutes into it. We're a friend. Don't you hate that nigga that show up late with a friend? Like I'm that nigga. I brought a date to a to a funeral one time. Like I'm that dude. You know? <laughs> Please do better. <laughs> Funny part I, is when I brought it in, she knew people, so it just kind of worked out. I don't like how you just said, Tam, you showed up on time for Tam because she's nice. Like, I'm nice, nigga. What you mean? I'm just saying, like, you all right. You ain't really nice to me, Audrey. I bought you tacos. He did buy me tacos. You actually, you actually at the top of the list. And See, I, every time I, I think about tacos, hey, every you time I think about like, the tacos too, them tacos is bombing. Shit, every See? time I think about that shit. Real talk. What you did buy me tacos? I for real put out an APB for some taco love. What you bought me tacos? What I date? Can't 
proof. What you talking about, Chris? You just put a date. Who went on a date? Just a date. You brought a date to a damn funeral. Oh yeah, you know I smoke a lot. I forget shit real quick. Yeah, I did. Um, um, my my sister's grandmother died. Who was like my grandmother? Because even though me and my sister, me and my sister got different mothers, but we grew up super close. So you know, I, I had mad love for her grandmother or whatever. So I um I was on my way somewhere, and it was one of those situations where it was like you know you know how, like some funerals you know gonna be super sad as shit. Other funerals you are gonna cry. Virginia, y'all for sure, for sure gonna party. So I already knew what this funeral was gonna be. So I went up in there and made sure my sister was straight. You know what I mean? Said my piece or whatever. But I was already headed to the east side. So, you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of brought somebody with me. So when the funeral was over, I could just continue on my way. Just so happened when I got there, my sister's people is her people. So it was like she just kind of fit in anyway. It just became a thing. So it worked out. Anyways, her name is Chris too. That's the funny part. Shout out to Chris Tennille Anderson or whatever the fuck your last name is now. Married, you know what I mean? She's married now. But yeah, um, for a whole government out there. I mean, listen, listen, because listen, I'm a nigga that if you fucked with me, women do not be ashamed to have fuck with Penrose. They don't give a fuck to half of them. You know what I mean? I ain't just saying some woman is like, oh my god, yeah, I fucked with him. But trust me, I ain't no fuck nigga. There ain't nobody gonna get mad at me saying no names. But yeah, you know, she knew. Yeah, she uh, knew it was a funeral. I told her, like, yeah, we about to go. You know what I mean? She like, who funeral is? I said, my sister grandmother died. And she was just like, all right, but it's Detroit, man. It's the Midwest. Like, niggas, you know. Hey. It's all right, bet. Like, we was on our way. You know what I mean? So, anyways, um, so I don't know if you listen to season three, Penrose, because you, you say I'm shady, but you be shady too. But I have two segments called What If? And mm -hmm. confessions of a single parent. Which one do you want first? Let's go with confessions of a single parent. All right. <clears throat> confessions of a single parent. So I mainly taught my kids how to cook, so I don't have to cook every night. Okay. All right. Every since that nigga been seven years old, he had a key to the house. But it's not been for safety reasons. It's kind of me so I can be like, all right, nigga. No, I'm joking. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. That's a fucking lie. Um, <laughs> but, bro, <laughs> but for sure, for sure, for sure, since like 12. Right? That's not a lie. Since 12, that nigga has definitely probably been looking out at himself probably way more than a lot of people think he should. <laughs> Accurate. But, like, if you... So my whole thing, I just nights when I don't feel like cooking, I just like go in there and make you a burger or something. Go make a pizza, and it just it's so great, especially when yeah. like I'll complain all day and they be like, oh, man, nigga. Sometimes, sometimes I hold up in my room just to see what this. At this point, this nigga's old enough to take care of himself for real, not nah, right. My, my my kid about to be fifteen or whatever. So some days I'll be around here because like one day I was, you know what I mean, beforehand. Like last year and early in this year, my job was I worked during the night. So he'd be at school. I I'm here during the day. I cook stuff, whatever. He get out of school, he got something to eat. Well, you know what I mean? You got a growing kid and you're a single parent. The last thing you really need to be doing is working at night when this kid getting out of school. You know what I mean? So hey, since I changed my life, like I see what my father was talking about now, like young yeah, for especially since Corona hit, like, yeah, I get up, I go to work. You still at the crib. I ain't even bugging you. I ain't got nothing to do. But my thing is, John, 
Like, I told this. So I, I came in a crib, bitch, one day, like, yo, my nigga, you know what I mean? You be here all day. You, you could at least take something out, right? And, and right. why did I, I, I should have known then that when a nigga said to me at that age, take something out, that's all I did was took something out. So the next day I get to the crib and there's some chicken in the, in the, in the sink. So I'm like, bet young took something out. I go to the grab the chicken. I'm like, young took something out like 30 minutes ago. Like nigga, you know what I'm saying? So at this point, when I taught him how to cook, you know what I mean? Like for real, for real, got him good with, with the pots and pans and shit. Now I'd be like, nah, nigga, I've been busting my ass all day, and you ain't, nah, son, you about to starve in this motherfucker unless you gonna cook something, real shit, real shit. I get right back in the whip and go get me something to eat, nigga, because that's some fuck shit. You been here all day, my nigga. Come on, b, come on. Oh, I texted my kids one time. I didn't cook. I didn't take nothing out. I just sat in my room, and it was like eleven, and I finally got. I was like, so y'all just not gonna eat dinner or nothing? They too busy playing the game. Oh, I didn't even realize what exactly. I, was like, exactly. Oh, I had me and Cade had dinner and everything. I was like, so y'all just go sit here and starve, huh? I didn't even realize what time it was. Listen, okay. man. Once I realized that young game, it's, it's certain things, man. I'd be like, yo, you two. When when the kids sit down and can have like a whole conversation about shit that you don't think kids at that age should be able to like rationalize in their mind. It then allows me to be like, yo, a lot of shit you've been doing, you just been pulling the, the wool over a nigga eyes. Nigga, like, if you could talk to me about fucking quantum physics and shit and, and impress me with some shit that I don't even fucking know about, you definitely, you definitely can't remember put this motherfucking roast in this goddamn crock pot for four right. hours, six hours, right. whatever the fuck we gonna do, and get it done, my nigga. Like, stop playing with me. Cooking is just all about their energy, man. Niggas, because parents don't even want to cook. Motherfuckers, kids be want to be lazy and shit. And then they be looking at it with the bullshit like, I'm your kid. You supposed to want to do this for me. No, I want to love you. But I also want to think that I did a good enough job that your dumb ass would get the fuck up and do something. <laughs> fuck you, nigga. Shit. I love my son, though. That's my dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Tam. Team. Um, listen, I don't know why, but they love Caden's little badass. They're always like Team Cade in the chat, and I'm just like, no, no, I mean, no, no, no. why not? You got a rule for the babies, man. He is bad. He Who is, is mama? Okay, move he on. Get from his daddy's side. <laughs> oh, is that, that what it is? Duh. Oh, okay. If he that's was an angel, he would get that from me. But that's like not... fat, that's like fat girls saying they big bones. Stop lying. Anyways, so what if? Because I'm not about to do this with you. <laughs> Are we done with confessions of a single parent or we was growing? Do you have another confession? I wholeheartedly preach don't bring new people around your, your seed, right? Like if you break up, hell yeah. Shout out Team K. Real talk. We are here. Um, I'm I wholeheartedly preach do not bring new people around your kid if you just got out of relationships. Confession of a single parent. I sat down and confessed, like had a conversation with my son, like, listen. It's probably gonna be some traffic in and out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a conversation with my son a long time ago. Like, look, <laughs> you're gonna be a man one day, and so certain things, certain sounds that you hear come from the room as a man, as a kid, just ignore that shit. Get used to it now. Like, I feel like when women break up with, with niggas, nope, you should have like a clean slate for like months. Even if you is doing something, it should be outside the house. Man, I ain't got time for that. You know, I live, I live in Northern Virginia and my son 15 years old. If I had a baby, maybe different. You know what I mean? Or if I had a daughter. 
Maybe different. Shit. Confessions of a single parent. I'd be out in these streets like, oh my. I'd be looking at niggas like, oh, you're, nigga, you're wrong. You're bringing, <laughs> you're bringing all these chicks around your kid. What the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking scoundrel. Man, please. Please. I'd be in this motherfucker like, shit. <laughs> that nigga, like, one day that nigga looked at me. I was like, yo, I gotta go to work. And he was like, where? And, um, so I'm walking out and shit, and he was like, is somebody on the couch? I was like, yo, don't worry about it. She's going to be going to like 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> me and my kids just, I don't know. Like, that's been my ride since day one. Like, somebody asked me the other day, they was like, you, you do realize that you raise your child in a way that, that a lot of people think is very unorthodox, and they question it. I was like, that's cool. I said, show me a report card this nigga ever got in life that's less than a 3.6. I said, then show me a time he's ever been in a fight in school, ever disrespected an adult, and or got in trouble. I'm not saying it won't happen one day. They children. But right. until you can show me that your kid, my kid has done something worse than your kid, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. Let people parent the way that they parent. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I want to give you your roses right now. I applaud you for being you're a single dad. You're raising, yeah. you raising your kid all by yourself. You've been doing it for forever so i applaud you because you i we really don't run across a lot of single dads and you yeah, know i mean for me man like real shit like i do have to say there was a woman in my life for like six years so he did have somebody around for a grand amount of time but for the most part it has just been me but my whole thing with that i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real even when i was a young nigga like i had shaka zulu syndrome and i don't know if like a lot of niggas identify with that but like real talk when i found out she was pregnant I, um, I prayed for a girl. And when I found out I was having a boy, I wasn't mad, but I had to check myself because literally the way I thought about life and like you can hear it in the way I talk now. I literally think that the, the, the fucking shit that I shit should see the earth. Like I love me. You know what I'm saying? I'm in love with me. And so I always have known if you have a son, that nigga has to be better than you. You know what I mean? So when I found out I was having a son, I had Shaka Zulu syndrome. I don't know if anybody remembers that movie, but Shaka Zulu did not. He was the best king ever. That nigga did not want a seed. He did not want an heir. And so when I had him young, like, it was weird. Like, the night he was born, for one, I tell the story all the time. He Jay Dilla died, like, a, about a good couple hours before my son was born. And I'm definitely one of those people that I feel like people move off the out of the earth for other people to get here, for Jay Dilla to be from my city and my son to be born right then and there, you know, I just, any motherfucking way. The day he was born, that younger slept in the same bed with me. Like, we stayed at the thing, but he could he wasn't sleeping in that little, like, hard-ass crib because he hated that shit. And so I put him in the bed with me, and of course, you know, I'm waking up every 10 seconds because you don't want to roll over on a fucking eight-hour-old eight baby and shit or whatever the fuck he was. And, um... Just from then, man, we was connected. And I just knew from then, I was like, fuck all that dumb shit. You don't want a nigga to be better than you. I'm about to make this nigga a million times better than me. Because, I mean, shit, that's my CEO. Like, that's my nigga. Like, that nigga been with me through everything. If you've ever heard me talk about any fuck shit on the show, any funny shit, any, that nigga probably was somewhere close. Like, that nigga has been with me through everything, yo. That's my dude. That is my fucking dude, man. Like, I know people love their kids. I love my kid, but that's my nigga, too. Like, that's my dude. Any fucking way. I digress. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so we're gonna jump into the what if. And I'm I had a whole different question for you, but since you just said that little story, if you could come back, say you die, and you can come back as anything or anybody, just God was like, Hey, you're up. You wanna go back? And you're like, yeah, what's up? And you're like, okay, well, who you want to come? Like, what do you want to come back as? What would, what would you come back? It's got to be the same earth right here, like the same shit. Anything. No, Anywhere. Anything. Honestly, as long as I'm black, I, I kind of don't care. <laughs> so you just want to be black. I'm going to be real young. Like, I ain't going to say I don't care. I don't want to be no bum. I don't want to be no, you know. <clears throat> like, if I had to be real, yeah, God, like, make me like, you know what I mean? Give me the dough. Give me the single life. I'm going to be real. I ain't even mad at relationships. But if I had a chance to come back and you can give me some dough and land and all that, give me the single life. Because then I, I could just, I could convince four or five women to live on motherfucking eight or nine acres. I know I could do that. So, yeah, but just make me black. I don't, I think being black is like the dopest shit that could have ever happened to anybody in fucking life. Like, this shit's amazing. It is, man. Like, with all the persecution and all the shit we go through, man, it's just fucking amazing. Like, it's like how your parents told you when you was younger. Like, the bully always, the bully only fuck with the nigga that they really technically scared of. Because that's the nigga, that's, that's the, that's the, you the opposition. You the one person that, that, that got something that if you really used it or, or if you knew how to use it properly, you the one person that could fuck me up. You're not going to tell me that the way that the fuck, fuck just regular, normal, white and black racism. You're not going to make me believe that the way that the world looks at anybody with dark skin, whether it's black people here, Africans, whether you the darkest part of your motherfucking race, you're not going to make me believe that that shit is just happenstance. Nah, that shit is... Listen... This shit is an eighth grade science project, and whoever the nigga is that created us was like, yo, these niggas one day, they're going to get all of this shit. They just got to go through the shit right now. And if you put the Bible next to the history, and we won't get into it like that, 400 years ended December 28th, 19, I mean 2019. If you And if you read the Bible, it says that right after that, you got to go through a whole bunch of unrest and some bullshit before the meat take over the earth. I'm with it, nigga. I'm here. Let's get it. I'm for all this shit, so... So you come back, you don't care. Just, just send me back black, young. Okay, so what, what, if he back, what if he sends you back as a black cow? Nah, man, we talking humans. Come on, man. Don't, <laughs> don't go there. Anything or anything. All right, so listen, if we're going to be real, listen, send me back as a black man or like send me back. Like if I had to be an animal real too, I would be like, like let me be the only black lion rock, rock around this bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want them. I want them three o'clock in the shade naps. The lions be taking them niggas. Be gonna relax. <laughs> <What? man. laughs> okay, would you want to be in the wild or in the zoo? In the wild, nigga. If I'm a, listen. Fuck. If you, oh, I swear to God, yo, on, on God, on fucking God. If you, if I, if you, if I die right, and you find out, like, you know how they like say you're not supposed to commit suicide, right? So, like, say, like. Suicide is okay for animals. If I ever, as a lion, you motherfucking catch me and put me in a zoo, I'm definitely doing something to get popped. I'm, I'm trying to jump that fence. I'm listening. I'm not going to eat me a baby, but I'm grabbing one. I'm doing something to get the fuck about it. 
you're, you're not about to put me in captivity as no lion. Think they about gonna kill you if you grab a baby. That's the point. I need to get <laughs> I need to get the fuck about it. If you're gonna put me in, in captivity as a lion, though, think about that shit. As a lion, you literally aren't even the biggest thing in the fucking jungle. But nothing fucks with you. You know what I'm saying? And even right. when niggas try to fuck with you, they come like 10, 12 deep. And then, and then, and then, and then, lions is just like, if you got a down-ass hood chick. You ever seen a nigga fight oh. and his girl show the fuck up? Oh, and then, look, I'm telling you, send me back. Why? Because, nigga, if, listen, <laughs> why I'm that excited, send me back as either a black dude that can live like us. A single bachelor life, you still give me my kid. I take the same two kids. I go through the same situation. But send me back with the dough. Or if I gotta be an animal, make me a black or facts. Facts. Make me an orca, nigga. I kill a whale or nigga. What? I would go, yo. Send me those are three things. A black man with some dough, the only black lion around this motherfucker, or an orca. Them the dopest thing, man. Please. Y'all niggas wild. <laughs> I come back as an orca and fuck the whole sea up. Be out here, nigga. You ever see how orcas roll? Them orcas roll deep, young. That shit is love. For real. I tried to name my daughter Orca. Her mother was like, what the fuck did you say to me? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I did. Her what? I wanted her middle name to be Orca. Why? Why, Penrose? Please, why? Why? Same, reason, same reason my stage name is Penrose Eames. I look deep into things. And I feel like if you if you really look at an orca, it's the same thing with the lion. Name something in the sea that fucks with an orca. Orcas kill fucking great white sharks. Nothing fucks with a killer whale. Nothing. They got the dopest hunting mechanisms. They motherfucking roll. Even if they don't roll deep. Two, nigga, I watched this shit the other day and they showed that everywhere a killer whale would go, the fucking shark... Uh, the, the, the sharks would dip. They would get the fuck up out of there. Like nothing fucks with a killer whale. My whole but thing why is... why would you want to name your child that? Because why do we name kids anything? Like a lot of times when we name children, we name them for symbolism reasons. I'm not even going to sit here and say Orc is a cute fucking name. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> the point being... What you, you was considering? For her middle name, yeah. It, it means something. It means... it. it listen... Without, without it, listen. If, if if you really just had to be like, yo, what does orca mean? Unfuckwittable, real shit. And my babies is unfuckwittable. Both of my kids is unfuckwittable, nigga. You know what I mean? So, I like orcas though. They dope as fuck. Right, J Bug, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't name your baby that or give. No, her that is baby. that is that is definitely not her name. Jesus. Okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted my kids. I wanted my kids to have like crazy names. They mothers was like, "Nigga, for one, my daughter have Puerto Rican, so that orchid shit definitely wasn't going." And then my son, you know what I mean? His mother was like, "You know, just name the nigga after you, because all these names you coming up with is not working." So. <laughs> what were your names? Yo, and, and my baby mother did make me lose money. Me and my man's had a bet that whoever had their first kid, you either had to name them after your favorite rap, or not, you didn't have to. But if you was going to name them, then you had to uh, choose your favorite rapper, or we both was going with the whole Nas thing, right? And so 
my son's name was either going to be um, Nasir Aaron or his name was going to be Sean Corey Carter. And his mother was like, nah, neither one. And so the Nasir shit was going to win me like $500. So I had to pay my man some money because he named his kid Nas when he was born. I'm like, that's some fuck shit. You had to pay $500? Yeah, it's my man. We made made this bet at like 18. This nigga had a kid at like down there 40. Yeah, I'm going to give you your money. Good job, nigga. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Well, I didn't answer. I don't know what I would. What? Yeah. What? No. I'm a, lot of, a couple of years ago, I said I was going to come back as a zebra, but like you, I didn't want to come back. No, I said if I came back as a zebra, I would have to be in a zoo because I wouldn't be able to survive in a while. <laughs> See, exactly. Now that, yeah, I can agree with that. I only said zebra because Snapchat had a zebra filter and I thought I looked pretty cool as a zebra. Oh, <laughs> this nigga. So, so listen, listen, that's when I Dr. Umar you. So you allowed the white man's technology to make you believe. Sorry, no, let me start with that bullshit. <laughs> you have activated the cool chip inside. <laughs> that nigga Umar be wild, you know? But anyway, my bad. Okay, do you have a what-if question? Um, see, I don't want to do nothing practical, though. Like, because I was going to ask you, like, what if you were stranded on that? Okay, I bet, bet. <clears throat> yes, Chris. <laughs> what if... All right. You about to give me something real hard. I can feel it in my body. It, it, it ain't even about to be hard. What if... You in a bank. This it's robbery time, but you already in there. You on your way out. The cops show up. What if the only weapon you had was a knife and two grenades? You had to take a hostage, and the hostage was the hostage could possibly help you get out of this. And your options are Baylor or Chris. And Chris. Because <laughs> Baylor already told on himself before. Hey, Baylor did say he was snitch. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. We ain't gotta finish the damn question. Cause Baylor said he gonna he gonna snitch and act like he don't even know us. Yeah, Baylor did say that. Damn, I just thought about that. I need to call this nigga. Fuck right. You, <laughs> that nigga said right. he was gonna leave us his shit. Right. He said he was gonna dip out. So, Dang. all right, all right, no doubt, no doubt. What if, okay, so what if you did, what era would you come back in? If you couldn't come back to this era, would you come back in the future? Would you go to the past? And why? I couldn't go in the past. Like, how far back in the past? Uh, I mean, shit, it's up to you. Am I still black? Yeah. Fuck no, I have to go into the future. Why not? Why, why not though? I mean, like, why? I mean, I ain't even talking about like, I get nobody would ever be like, yeah, let me go to them slavery times and check that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why. No. I don't think anybody is signing up for that shit. But you know what? You got some people though that probably would be like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> right. Let me but, see how far I can get away with shit back I'm going to see if I can kill Massa. Right. Right. Really no. Sure. I'm not even because I know I will definitely try to do that. The 90s, but I want to be older, like 
Yeah. Like 19 in the 90s, yeah. Like, I yeah. want to be old enough to go to Freaknik. If I was old enough, nigga, what? Yeah. My sisters and my brothers used to come back with the stories. I used to be sitting there like a kid on Christmas just listening, like, word, that's what happened. Like, And I was one of the niggas, like, I was like, yo, when I get old enough to go to Freaknik, it's going to be the shit. And then they killed it. Yeah, the 90s. Yeah. The 90s was good. I mean, as far as, far as recent history, the 90s has definitely had to be the best decade. One Hands fucking yeah. down, yeah. But like, like Chris said, definitely older. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I think... Did you hear my last episode when I asked them? Okay, so... I missed Freaknik by a year or so. 90s. Dean said 90s as an adult might be fun and the best part, no social media. Right. Word. Word. You know how much fuck shit niggas got away with in the 90s? I remember yeah. the teenage fuck shit I got away with. I swear to God, I would have not done half the shit I did as a teenager had social media been around. Fuck no. Fuck Freak no. The whole sexual assault event. What you... <laughs> yeah, sexual assault did kill Freak Nick. Real shit. She right. Mm-hmm. Niggas, niggas got too out of, out of motherfucking control, yo. Yeah, they did. Um, so last episode, yo, hold on real quick, and because we live. Hey, niggas, fuck y'all. I'm gonna be real, real shit. I'm a nigga. It's no fucking reason they should be afraid of us. None. I literally hang with way more women than I do dudes, and it's, it's frightening how many stories I get about some nigga violated, some nigga made me feel like this, some nigga tried to why. So just because we live, we ain't even about to get deep into it. Fuck y'all. If you want them niggas. And the funny part is, you niggas, like, you know when you be somewhere and somebody be talking about something, you can tell, like, it be something, like, fucked up. Like, you be talking about the nigga that, 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 like, don't got nowhere to live. And people be like, oh, shit, don't talk about him. That's how niggas feel when they be in the rooms and niggas be talking about fuck niggas that hit women and hurt women and shit. So if you hear me, you, if your man's is fidgeting right now, he probably the bitch nigga in your crew. Talk to your mans and get him the fuck out of there. You niggas is disgusting. Like, it's literally fucking... Like, we literally, as much as we should be championing women and loving them, it should not have to be a whole fucking movement because you niggas make them fucking afraid. That's just fucking disgusting, bro. And I swear to God, like, you niggas want to... You remember when that big-ass cop was like, yo, you niggas want to fight cops? Come fight me. And then he bitched down. Listen, I ain't the biggest niggas. You niggas want to hit women? Come fight Penrose. I swear to God, I, I take an ass whooping for one of them, but I swear, nigga, I'm not going to lose. If you like to hit women, I'm damn sure not going to lose to you. Anyway, let's get back on the subject. I'm sorry. I just had to say that fuck bitch niggas, man. That shit is nigga. I hate niggas, man. Niggas want to go home and cry on their shoulder. I need you. I love you. Don't leave me. But then you want to be the fuck you. Let's go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that was going to be one of my topics in some future episode. But, okay. So they are. So last episode, I had Autumn and Jay Boog on my show, right? And I asked them right. what a question. I okay. So I'm gonna ask you. Okay. So what if you was with your girl for like ten years, right? Then uh-huh. you got married, and then a, y'all been married for a year, and then one day you come home and you're like, she's like, "Look, babe, I need to talk to you. Come sit down." And you're like, "Okay, what's up?" And she goes, "I have 25 kids." And I want you to meet them. Would you stay with her or would you leave? For what? Where do you get 25 kids? We've been together 10 years. I'm definitely out because A, 
at this point, I can't even trip over the 25 kids. I need, how did you this you you too secretive? You got two you you hid all of this from me and for 10 years? Nah, Slim. And then on top of all of that, the thing about women, the thing about anybody, the minute that you tell your mate a secret and they accept it, automatically you like cool. In the sense of they accept responsibility. Nah, Slim. 25 kids, my kid about to be the fucking school. Fuck you and them kids. Like holla at me, you know what I mean? Like Shit, I'm one of them niggas that definitely believe when we first break up, I should only still be fucking you because I don't want to test these waters right now. So come through every now and then. But you and them kids have a good... Where they daddy? Who is they? How many daddies is it? 25. <laughs> 25 daddies, young? What, nigga? Listen, listen. Oh, my gosh. 20... <laughs> 25 daddies for 25 kids, slim milk. Hot yo. And then, so I didn't notice she was pregnant for 10 years? You made me. No, she had to before you. What type of old ass bitch I'm dating? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on, wait, you gotta get this shit together with this one. What time this bra still having babies? <laughs> if you got 25 kids, that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How old is these children? Okay, so last time they asked me that, I didn't have time to think. So I said one through 25. <laughs> Don't just, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Duh, so listen. We just wanted to see. How listen, I'm really. Listen, you want, you want to know why a, nigga, why, why a nigga would leave a chick? What the fuck was that? Sorry, my uh. stupid messenger is on. I know. You want to know why a nigga would leave a chick with 25 kids? Honestly. And and the reason a woman probably wouldn't leave a nigga that... I mean, she probably would. But why it wouldn't be as disheartening for y'all as it is for us is the same reason why real niggas don't have the body body count conversation with y'all. Only bitch niggas ask that question. You want to know why? Because a bitch nigga has already set it up in his mind to self-sabotage. Right? So real niggas know if you've been with a hundred niggas or if you've been with one nigga, my emotions for you is no fucking different. The way I feel about you is not going to fucking change. But what's weird is if I've been with a hundred women, you're going to look at me better or differently, I'll just say, if I've been with 10 women as opposed to a hundred women, I would assume. A nigga looks at it the same. The only dick in the world that's a, that matters to us is ours. Why you with us? So this um, is why. So this is why. In in the essence of a nigga leaving a chick that got twenty five kids, is because I've been with you this whole time. I ain't never gave a fuck about your past, and now there's a possibility for six to twenty five extra dicks in your life, bitch. I, okay. I don't have the mental well, capabilities to deal with this. I'm not wait. What if you found out? When y'all first started dating, that she had twenty five kids, would you stay with her or would you leave? Fuck no, come on, man. Like now, now, now. Listen, as as what? good as a, as good as a man as Penrose is, I'm still a smart motherfucker. The fuck is you talking about? Some chick, listen. You meet me with twenty five kids, you fucking with me? Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. Ain't nobody really about to just be like, yo, come on, <laughs> come on, come on in the crib, crib, biggest fuck, nicest shit. <laughs> 
nothing wrong. Everything financially great. You know, you for one, I'm I know how I am as a person. And if I'm fucking with you like that, I'm I'm fucking with you like that. Like once we get to that level, like, but we're never gonna get to the once you once you you an adult, man. You wanna walk around naked. You're never gonna get to the walk around naked stage with 25 people in and out the house. Somebody always gonna have to come back and live it. Somebody, right? No snacks, no snacks, exactly, nigga. Every time, and then and then a couple of them niggas grown. You going in my yak? Somebody fucking with my weed. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, listen. Somebody that took my my podcast. I'm gonna see one of the kids in my podcast is black sweatshirt, and I'm gonna go the fuck off. No, I'm ain't they not my children? Nah, b. Nah. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh my Can't god. Do it. Won't do it. Listen, I I will listen. And and I got it better for you. I, I hit you with one better. I'm not marrying no chick with 25 kids, but I might date the fuck out of her. Like I dated this one chick and she was older, and her daughter was like, I was like 21, her daughter was 19. So for me, I had the best of both worlds. On this end, I already know you don't give a fuck about me. You don't want to talk to me. I just got stamina and the niggas your age don't. Cool. Bet. And your daughter 19, though. I'm not no fuck, nigga. I'm not about to try to fuck with your daughter, too. That's disgusting. But I got somebody in the house to talk to about the shit that I... Shit was amazing, yo. So you'll take somebody that has 25 kids? Yeah, but I ain't gonna marry you because I could still be an influential nigga in their life. (laughs) There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. He said... Nah. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. Listen, no, 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 no. I fuck with you. I fuck with you. I'm not dating you. I wouldn't fuck with you though, because at the end of the day, they still cheering. At the end of the day, like, regardless of what my mother and my father did, at one point, you know what I mean? I was still a kid of a single parent. I ain't never want to get looked at different. At the end of the day, as a real nigga, they still cheering. So I'm not about to like be like, ugh, because you got cheering. 25 is definitely gonna make me look at you like, not even in the sense that you got 25 kids, but how old is they daddies? When did you start having kids? Where your mom at? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. It's a lot of questions I got going on and shit. But I mean, in the essence of what we really talking about, they still they still human beings, man. They didn't ask for you to motherfucking be out here with this blown out pussy. But you they mama and you have 25 kids. So here we are. The oldest watches them. Right. How we got time to date this 25 kids? It's watching them kids. What do you but, mean? But if you got 25 kids, it's a lot of other oldest. And then and then that's another thing too, though. Because it always be like chicks that had like a lot of kids, especially chicks that have a lot of boys. I definitely ran into the situation where it's like a chick that had like five boys and four of the boys fuck with me, but like boy number three hate my guts. And I'm just like, what I do to you? I don't even know you, son. You know what I mean? Like, the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, it's just kids, kids is different, man. I don't know. Yeah, fuck them kids though. All the men's right. Real shit. And you know what though? That is because like if a chick come fuck with me, I'm like, yo, this this a package deal. I don't expect for you to be his mother, but you gotta understand, like, this nigga has to be recognized as well, right? But at the same motherfucking time, I got one kid here, two kids in total, and only one of them live here. Like, that's a different thing than a nigga walking. And then too, men don't necessarily look at women to step in and be mom. There's no woman in the fucking world, even if she don't look for you to step in and be dad. There's no woman in the world. That's gonna fuck with you, be giving up that thing, 
letting you sleep in her house. Y'all banging, she cooking and all that shit, and you ain't doing nothing for her kids. If she is, she's a dumb bitch. You know what I mean? So you got to think about that, too. Because the, depending on how many kids you got, depends on if I really, you know what I mean, am in the space to do that. And if my kid's a dick, that's my kid. If your kid's a dick, do I really want to put up with these fucked up ass kids? Yeah, think about shit like that. Real talk. Oh, goodness. That's, I feel like I should ask all my guests that question. You should, yeah. You should. You should. <laughs> what if, what if, <clears throat> what if you was with a dude, y'all got married, and um, he passed on, right? But in his will, what you didn't know is that he asked that if you were to uh, remarry, that you have to remarry your white dude. Would you honor his? <laughs> would you honor his wishes? Fuck no. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just asking. You know how I many women be like, "Yeah, I tried out a white dude for a second just to see what it's like." Some no. people be on that shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. Right, Autumn. What in the hell? Hey, man, I just asked a question. Anyways, damn, it's always almost been an hour. How much money am I getting in the will? See? See? Jay Book asked the right shit. You just, now, uh-uh. You, you black and viv did real quick. I love black and viv. Light skin and viv get on my nerve, but the bitch paid attention to options. You know what I mean? <laughs> We got to think about shit like that. How much money am I getting in this will? Is it enough money that if I don't like this white dude, I can't be like, you know what? I'm out. Maybe maybe you don't marry the nigga. Maybe you just go see what it's like for a little bit. I'm dead. What the fuck I'm going to know? I'm not saying go fuck with the white dude at all. I'm not pushing it. I'm saying in the sense of people, people honor people's will because they get caught up in who that person was. So that's what I'm saying. Your dude's but like, yo, I want dead. you. So, how right. you me personally, I'll be looking at that shit like you stupid. Like, and I ain't saying this has got to be a white dude. Dude's like, yo, I want you to remarry my best friend, his best friend, just so happen to be a white dude. Like, of course, man, you're dead, nigga. I, what? I wish a chick would. Oh yeah, sure, cool, whatever. The only, the only way this is working is if it's somehow tied to the dope. Let's just be honest. We ain't got a motherfucking fake it. Just cause a motherfucker, just cause you love a motherfucker. Once they gone, they gone. You you still love what you had. That you no longer have that. That ain't got shit to do with the money. If I don't want to marry somebody, you know what I mean? But the, but if the dough is connected there, shit. Anyways, <clears throat> so what I wanted to talk to, first of all. Candy corn wings, how that you know what? I, I almost left my, my oldest in Walmart the other day because we was in the store and we saw we was in Walmart and we was going to get some milk. And in the middle, you know how they have like random items in the middle of the damn store? Mm -hmm. Full of candy corn and the popcorn. I mean, the pumpkin candy, right? Darian uh -huh. goes, look, Braylon, they have candy corn. And he goes, mm, I love candy corn. I turned around and said, what? What? I said, you love candy corn. He was like, yeah. I was like, mm-mm. Yeah. So, I almost candy left him because I just, I. Candy corn lovers are like left-handed people. We're far and few in between. Child. I don't think he's mine. I really think he was switched at birth 
because ain't no way he likes candy corn. What is... Now I'm about to talk about you because yeah. I get on Twitter the other night. And I'm just now. Okay. I will say ever since I started working again and school started back up, I don't, I don't really get on social media like that. Like I'll get on from time to time, but I really get on at night when right. I'm done. Right. Right. Get on goddamn social Twitter. And I'm just going up and down. I see you making a post and you are making candy corn wings. And listen. <laughs> I, I watched yeah. it. I'm not going to lie. I watched it because I wanted to see how it looked. But when you went to go eat the shit, I had to turn because I literally was about to throw up. I just could not. <laughs> like, this is the point where I knew I just couldn't watch anymore. When you took, after you melted it, and you took the bowl and you started pouring it on the wings, uh, and when chunks started coming out, I was like, <laughs> but I kept watching it because I was like, ain't no way this nigga's about to eat this. And then all of a sudden, I see your big head behind, on the <laughs> and you take a wing, and I said, nope. And you took a you took a bite. I said, "Oh hell no!" Nah. And he was like, "This shit slap. This shit slap. Yeah, that shit slap. Yeah." So that's when I almost between seeing the chunks come out and then you like really eating it, enjoying it. I was trying my best not to throw up, and I just left the whole goddamn app because. Listen, the ones was good as hell. Why? What? What in the world made you want? Okay, what made you want to be like, hey, let me make some candy corn wings today? You know, you know, honestly, you know, I, you know, I'll be riding and going hard for the candy corn, and a lot of it is in joke, but a lot of it is because I actually like candy corn. And um, that morning, um, Jones from Stakes is High tagged me in a post. He was like, "Here you go, Penrose, you made it." And I looked, and there was a recipe for candy corn wings. And so I went and looked it up on the internet to see what the uh, the recipe was, and I made that shit. Mom, that started from that morning. When Jones tagged me in that, that recipe, and I seen that recipe, I was on it then. I was like, bet, we got wings. We got motherfucking, uh, well, I, can, I know how to make a double boiler. That's just a bowl on top of a pot. And then I just, you know what I mean? I went in a search for candy corn. And for the funny part was store after store after store did not have it. And lo and behold, your local family dollar took care of your boy. <laughs> family dollar is like the best. Family dollar is like a fucked up titty bar with great looking strippers. I hate family dollar. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I hate it so much, but it's so convenient. It's I, so okay. convenient. I just need a moment of honesty. Like, this is me and you talking, Penrose. Dollar okay. General in my hood sucks. Well, go ahead. Actually, it is kind of right. But listen, I'm good. I'm listening to what? This is me and you. I need you to be honest. Did you really yeah. enjoy the candy corn wings? Listen, <clears throat> between me and you, God, Jesus, and a verse from Jay-Z, that shit slap. Because it wasn't just, it wasn't just, it wasn't just candy corn sauce on the wings. It was buffalo wings. 
So it was like that's the sweet. So disgusting. No, it wasn't. That's sweet and salty. Like kind of like they kind of counteracted each other perfectly, huh? Like because that sauce when you melt that shit down, it really wasn't sticking to the wings. It runs off of it. It's really, 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 really thin. So it's not covered horribly and like coated in this sauce. Now, if you can be a nasty nigga and let that shit harden up, I wouldn't personally do that shit. But the sweet that was on it, it was hot. That's man, that shit was banging, huh? Did you eat the chunks? I eat candy corn, Slim. Why wouldn't I? That's like that's like asking a, a Jamaican did they eat the gristle? Fuck is you talking about? Would you make it again? I mean, as as uh if if it was a thing to where like niggas was coming over and I was like, yo, fuck it, as like a little novelty side dish, yeah, but not what okay, so Again, novelty side dish. Maybe made like eight of them. Somebody's going to want to try that shit and somebody's going to fuck with it. It's like anything. It's like anything in life. Like the first time, the first time you had escargot, do you like it or no? The first time you eat squid, the first time you tried your a white person's potato salad. Some white people make potato salad that's decent. So you just eat anything. <laughs> That's what I'm gathering from this. You just eat anything, nigga? No, I've lived, I will not live, but I've been all over the world. So trying new food is, like, to not try something new is weird to me. Like, okay. don't get me wrong. I'm not about to try, like, you're not going to get me to eat monkey brain. No, as, as delicious as I hear it is, no, I'm not going to do it. You're not going to get me to eat just certain stuff. But I've, I've eaten damn near everything you can. As long as it ain't got a shell on it, I've probably eaten it. I'm allergic to shellfish, so I don't eat um, a lot of shellfish. But I risk it for some uh, crawfish, though, boy. We was down in Florida at Mikey's, nigga. PB and J wings. Would you eat that? Yeah, it works. I mean, it depends on what kind of um, jelly you're going to do with it. Because I'm a nigga. Huh? Have you tried it? I haven't tried PB and J wings, but, but it's the same concept. It's a sweet and salty mixture because you're gonna get that, you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> you have to you have to take the the thought of because actually the person who, who put the recipe out was like, yo, I made this because they, they hated candy corn. It was like, I don't eat this shit. But it stacks up every year around Halloween. They was like, so instead of throwing this shit away or watching the kids pick at it up until November, they just figure something to do with it. And it turned out that the shit tasted good. So of course, of course, the original, the original, the whole thing of me doing that was because of the whole back and forth we'd be having on the internet about it, of course. But once I did it, yo, them joints slap. Um, I need Mike to answer. Did have you tried PB and J wings? Like I just, I just know I would never probably eat anything you and Mike make because. Why? Listen, I made I made black cherry and sriracha meatballs. Then we did the wings. Then we did the uh fried the deep fried deviled eggs. And they be over experimenting with shit, huh? Cause nigga, if I come over and you talk about some here, I made some wings. I'm just gonna be looking at you all kinds. No, I'm good. I ate before I came here. I mean, I wouldn't just make candy corn wings because you... listen. It's a... Like, do you like really enjoy it? Like, will you go get a bag and just be like? Mm. This is the best. And just sit there and eat it? I mean, for one, I love sugar. 
So yeah, like having sugar around me is dangerous. I'm, I'm gonna fuck it up. But I do like candy corn. It's my second favorite candy, nigga. What's your first? Nerds, which is nothing but pure sugar crystals. Like I just love sugar. Like I thought I'm, you I'm, something outrageous, like black licorice or something. Uh, nah, nigga. Like I don't even like Jaeger. Like I don't even like doing Jaeger bombs and shit because that shit tastes like black licorice. I mean, like, it's true. So I gotta, you know, I question our friendship daily. So I got <laughs> that one was. If you would have said black licorice, I would have definitely been like, <laughs> "Listen, I ran with you on chocolate eclairs. I went when the whole world turned their back on you and said that shit didn't exactly. exist. All right, all right. You on a whole happy hour show with everybody on that show. I said <laughs> I don't know if Jay Book ever said it, but everybody on your show, your entire co-host panel told you that that shit didn't even exist okay so and then the crazy thing is i posted a picture of me holding one <laughs> and they said they claim it wasn't my hand <laughs> listen chocolate eclairs was the shit and they used to be right next to that on the ice cream truck next to the strawberry shortcake they was oh. the what, what was it blue bunny or some shit like that them shit used to be hard as shit coming off the ice cream truck <laughs> So, anyways. Um, yeah, when's the last time you've been out here? Have you seen what this place looked like? I was just there. I was just there and, uh... Oh, yeah, when your ass fucked around and didn't be like, yo, you gave me the wrong phone number. You be fucking up, Audrey. So, I'm gonna tell y'all the story. I don't think I told y'all the story. So, I was in Virginia in February for my friend's funeral. My, one of my uh, homies I grew up with passed away. So, I was like, oh, I definitely have to go see... You know, pay more respect. So me and my brother went up to Virginia, right? I know Penrose is in Virginia. I hit Penrose up. Hey, I'm going to be in town. We should link up. I hit him up on Twitter. He was like, all right, here's my number. I text him. No one responded. So I, he said he had somebody else coming over, right? So I just figured he was busy. Come to find out. <laughs> he gave me the damn wrong number. Which, which is my fault. I did. He's like, he hit me back and was like, shit, my bad. I just realized I gave you the wrong number. But this isn't the same damn night. <laughs> again. What? Because the again, whole time. If you ever text Penrose, you know you're not going to get a response. No, right no, 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 no. Tell that story the right way. First off, we sit in here. I text you the number or I send you the number on Twitter. And I'm sitting here because Hype came out here. That's what I told you. I said, Hype going to be out here. My girl's here. Like, come through. You know what I mean? And they even both of them, while we were sitting here getting fucked up, they was like, yo, where your friend at? And I was like, shit, I don't know. And I looked, and you hadn't texted me, so I was just like, whatever. And when we te- when we talked the next day, I was just like, yo, why you ain't... You was like, I looked. I didn't even like look back even at the Twitter. When I finally looked back at the Twitter, I was like, oh, shit, I sent the wrong phone number. But that's when I was like, why you just ain't hit me on Twitter and be like, yo, why you ain't answering the phone? I wasn't about to blow your phone up because it one, wasn't about blowing my phone up. I told you, I, I actually, I thought I was texting the right person and I just thought you were busy. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Right. But at the same time, I guess for me, I, so I do have to understand also that you, you weren't here. I was, okay. So I'm looking at it from the standpoint of even though you were here for a different reason, if I still treat it with the drasticness of you were, coming to my place. So say you didn't know nothing about this part of the of the, of the, of the area. You know what I mean? And you call and call Because as a matter of fact, I went down to um, like Chesapeake area to do a podcast 
And I'm calling, 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 dude. And finally, I Twittered the nigga. And he was like, oh, shit, I gave you the wrong phone number. Here's my phone number. Called him. He's like, yeah, make a left, make another left. And then I was there. So, uh, nigga, that's your fault. I mean, it's my fault for giving the wrong number. It is. I, did, I definitely would never give you the wrong, the wrong number on purpose. But, like, because what I tell you, because I tell everybody the same shit. Here, take my number because I'm not going to answer this Twitter because I keep my motherfucking notifications off. My Twitter notifications stay off. That's why sometimes the thread be like 30 comments so deep and then I'll be like, yo, what up? So me hitting you on Twitter would have been pointless anyways. It ain't that it would have been pointless. I mean, I would have eventually seen it because that's where I live my life. I live my entire life online. So at some point, even though my notifications stay off, I go on Twitter. My point being is, if if you were to use another form of communication, we got all of these forms of communication, and you can't reach me, and you're just going to blame it on me for giving the wrong number. Had this been the 90s, and I wrote the wrong number on a piece of paper, totally. It's my fault. But you, you could have just used Twitter. Or IG, or whatever. You know people who know me. Anyways, you gave me the wrong damn number. Okay. It has just been like selling weed. You would have hit somebody, somebody to hit me like, yo, it's cool if I get Audrey your number. Yeah, I told Audrey to hit me anyway. See, boom. You ain't no, you ain't from the hood. You ain't no nigga. Yo, let's talk about that really quick. What, what do you think about all these white women coming out? That's, I mean, all these black women being exposed as white. And what type of black people are they around that they are not able to pull this like how how are you pulling how are you pulling this off please i want to know so if anybody's ever you ever seen the movie slow burn with um makai pfeiffer tay diggs ll cool j uh 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 ray leota um pretty much it was a movie where this this white chick she when she was when she was going to play lawyer she looked white but when she was in the hood she looked black she kept the braids you know what I mean? Depending on how she dressed, this and this, that, and that. But, like, back, I looked at that movie. I remember my father telling me when I was young, he was like, if it's in the movie, that shit is real somewhere in life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, how are all of these white women just going through? And then, not only, and this is why I know somebody be knowing something in the game. You're not going to make me believe that just by happenstance, all of these white women that's pretending to be black all work in the activist area, all work, all got to some decent or elite status in their job, and all have done something decent for the, the movement of black people just to be exposed as being white. And mean to tell me that nobody else knew what the fuck was going on? Fuck out of here. Are you talking about that video on Twitter? What video on Twitter? I'm talking about all of these white women that are... The, the 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 chick that just got it, the that was got exposed the other day like two weeks ago, Rachel Dolezal, the white chick that got exposed what maybe like two three months ago, like it's been a bunch. What do you mean? Are you not paying attention to the world? No, I'm saying just yeah. It was either yesterday or today I saw a video flowing around, um, and it said black women, but it had like Kim Kardashian, some other white people on there. And then out of the whole damn video, they try to say Janae shouldn't be in there. Who's Janae? I don't even know who you told me. It's there. Aiko? Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you, 
Man, you had to say her whole name. It's like saying a tribe called Quest. You had to say the whole thing. A tribe. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that's what you were talking about. But yeah, you no. Right. I don't understand. I'm talking about how, what kind of black people are you hanging around where you can infiltrate that deep and ain't nobody questioning it or calling it out? And then and then they say the, the, the one chick, when she got called out, the one chick in Indiana, when people was questioning it, saying that she was white, they said that uh, major black supporters and around her would, would like shut the noise down, which makes me, it leads me to believe that like somebody you already knew. You know what I mean? You're not just going to make me believe, young, that these white women is just walking up in black neighborhoods and pretending to be black that easily. Nah. You ain't never seen a white person before? I mean... Fuck out of here. Nah. Nah. And I'm from the Midwest. Well, kinda. You know what I'm saying? We we, we got the pastiest of pasty white people. So sometimes people will walk in your area and you're like, what are you? But you're not gonna make me believe some white person, some white woman, posed as a as a as a black chick and just got away with it. But it's easier for them to do that now. Make nah. whatever. I mean, I hear you, but mannerisms, oh, man. Mannerisms, uh, smell. I'm gonna be real, and maybe it's just because I'm a nigga that dated outside my race. White women smell different than y'all. What they smell it- like. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a different smell. It's like a different pheromone smell. It ain't like a, a distinct, like, oh, they smell like this and smell like that, but, like, they smell different than your, like, I'm going to be real. Like, this is, nah, because that's kind of disgusting. I ain't going to say that. But white, white, white women just smell different than y'all. Like, you're not going to make me believe that, that a dude was fucking a white chick and didn't know it was a white chick. Never in a million years. They nipple, they nipples not even nowhere near the color of yours. Look like y'all don't give a fuck what color white woman she is. They nipples is nowhere near like yours. I'm gonna ask my ex-husband. Ain't no way you smashing a white chick thinking she black. Not not even a little bit. Nope. 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 No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Some somebody somewhere knew something. It's too many, it's too many of these situations going on for this shit. It's just highly ironic that in the middle of all this social and civil unrest that white women are being exposed as, as pretending to be black. It's crazy. Anyway. I didn't, I didn't know that's still going on. Yeah. And people are not, like, I feel like, and, and the crazy part is if we're going to champion it, then, like, let's just champ, let's champion black women for real. Like, for one, these women is, is you're not going to, again, I think that's all the setup. But it's like, for all of the for all of the strides and achievements that y'all are making as a as a whole, just for your part of the human race, I feel like black women are doing exceptionally well, like beautifully well. I mean, y'all always been like the get shit doneers of the fucking world. But I, you know, just like the last like couple years, y'all, like y'all have been overly impressive. And the sad part is a lot of it does come from the systemic breakdown of the household. So if you're a woman and you got to be out there alone, you got to figure out how to make it. So a lot of it, I do believe, comes from not 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 y'all's work ethic and not your driving determination, but sometimes just the fact that nobody else is around. You got to get this money, right? But even in that, I feel like 
again, the wave that y'all making is unmatched. It's beautiful. It's untouched. And y'all don't get enough credit for it. We still ask y'all to shut the fuck up. Not we, but people still ask y'all to shut the fuck up. People still act like your voice don't matter. You're still getting lied to and not listened by the doctor. It's still, it's just, it's like I said on my show today, I think black men are the most prayed like on in the world, but I think y'all are the most hated in the whole world. And that's sad to me because y'all are the most beautiful thing that I think God ever made. You never find anything on this earth that the sun can kiss 30 different shades of it. Show me that. You motherfuckers, it's magic. So anyway, I digress. I I'm love glad y'all. That because <clears throat> I heard your episode, How to Love a Black Woman. I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> before we dive into it, so he shouted out a whole bunch of black women, right? And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. But then here come my name. And I was waiting on it, dog. I thought he was just going to be like, shout out to Audrey and then keep it moving. No, he didn't just do that. Shout out to Audrey. Yo, I love Audrey, but she's shady as fuck. Like, <laughs> he didn't shout He's shouting out everybody. Shout out to Jay Book. Shout out, shout out to Autumn, Chris, Tam. Just naming people, right? But when it came to my name, and he couldn't just say Audrey and then continue. He had to stop for a minute and say, man, I love Audrey to death, but she's shady. Like, she for real is shady. Like, And I'm just sitting there like, this is what we going to do on the show today? But, 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 your shade, the shade that you throw is not shade that would ever, ever, ever attempt to put somebody's light out. You're definitely not a hater. At all. The shade that you throw helps to get that bullshit glitter out our eyes and be like, you know what? She's right. So, take your roses when you get them, babe. I'm just saying, why? Because, because, because dog, no. you literally like, <laughs> and I, I was taking the trash out, and I was just like, I went to the trash and came back, and you were still on my damn name, and I was just like, really, hey. really, that. I love that's you. I love you, Audrey. You're, you're, you know, that's why we'll say that you're, you're my friend. I love to talk shit about you. If you wasn't my friend, I wouldn't talk shit about you. I'm just saying, you could have just kept it. You could have kept naming people. You didn't have to stop to tell the world that I'm shady. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Audrey, Anyways, Audrey's not shady. Like that, that. Because, okay, so the episode is a really good episode. The beginning was dope. Your poem, all that. I loved everything about it, right? Uh-huh. Then you started talking about giving shout outs. And I was with you. And then you said that. And then you kept naming people. And then the show kept getting better. Um, but in the show, if you guys haven't heard it yet, he's in what's... So I don't want to just say just the show because I feel like you've been saying this for like months. Pretty much as long as I've known you, I've always seen you tweet and say things about Black women. Right. Um, but this episode, you definitely was like dropping some gems. Um, you were mainly talking to men, but you did, you know, stop and was like, this is for the women, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so 
you know, besides the shade comment, I do appreciate you for always like trying your best to stick up for black women. Um, you know, people always say, especially on Twitter or just everywhere, protect black women, do this for black women, but they ain't really doing it, you know? Right. Um, it's, it's, it's sad that that even has to be a thing, you know? Yeah. Like you just said, like doctors, like we, it's like black women have to be strong. It's like we're forced to be strong. And then we're looked at differently for some odd reason. We're always, we're always the angry black woman or we're this and that, we're the baby mamas. We, we just, you know, ignorant, all that stuff, always have an attitude, you know, so like I said, when I hear episodes like yours or when I hear black men trying to their best to protect black women or just love a black woman, it, it really is just a great thing. And it's just like, why can't more men be like that? So like what made you, I don't want to say what made you like, well, yeah, what made you like come up with episodes like this or even like like I said, you've been doing this for like a while, like your whole poems and everything. You've always embraced black women and protect women. But why do you feel like that is like the most important thing for you right now or has been? Um, honestly, because for one, if you know me, you again, I say this a lot. I, I hang with and I talk to more women than I do men. Mm -hmm. So I hear the stories a lot. Mm -hmm. I, uh, and it's, and, and, and don't get me wrong. It's not a lot of women coming to me like, oh my God, today this happened to me, but just in general conversation or talk about, or talking about the past or whatever you, you hear so many different things. And to be honest about it, having to, having to listen to your friends and girlfriends and sisters and cousins and whoever have all of these, and just women in general have these stories. And then looking at my own past because I had this conversation with my father the other day. I said, never in a million years did any man ever teach me to disrespect a woman. That respecting women was always something that was at the forefront of everything I was ever taught. But it was always the first thing was respect women, but everything else had to do with objectifying y'all. And so I always respected women, but I always was doing it not for the right reasons. And right. so I had to come to a grips with myself of, of thinking like, damn, what's Slim mad at me for? Like, I know I'm a good dude. And realizing that, yeah, my nigga, you, you, you are extremely respectful. You do all of the shit that you're supposed to do as a respectful man, but you're only doing it for the goal of having sex with this woman. That's extremely fucking disrespectful. And so I just... Just thinking about thinking about my life, thinking about everything that I hear, it's just really affecting me. I had to, I just had to have a change with myself, and so, um, and I said on the show, I at one point in my life, and I, I it's sad to say it, I was like, uh, I didn't, but not that I didn't believe that it wasn't going on. I guess I just kind of turned a blind eye to it because the men that I hang around don't do this type of thing. Um, 
and I'm not that type of guy. But then I was like, yo, that's just like white people being like, no, but the cops aren't killing you guys. You're lying. You see what I'm saying? Because just because you don't see it. And so it just became a thing of like, look, like, I know I'm a good dude. I know I'm a real dude. I got a platform. Well, I have a platform. Um, and enough, if, 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 if not more people listen to me than I, than I know, then enough people definitely listen. And if only one person listens, it's just really more of a thing of, of really understanding, too, that y'all are the strongest thing. And when I say strong, I hate, I don't like the term of strong black woman, but I'm going to use the word strong in the sense of we just looking at the whole, like, animal kingdom. I feel like the black woman is the strongest thing on earth. You literally are born into a society that tells you and teaches you to allow your man to do you dirty because he already got to go get done dirty. So you literally are at the bottom of the totem pole of a species of people that are already being shitted on. And you're told to cook, clean, raise these kids, deal with my shit, all of it with a smile. And, and you and you bet not have anything to say about it. And I literally had to internalize all of that shit. As a person, as a human being, I had to internalize it. And it just made me look at y'all extremely fucking different. Like, I feel totally... Sometimes, I ain't gonna front. I, it doesn't happen anymore. But, like, kind of coming to grips with shit, at one point, I felt totally disgusted about some of the things I did to get, like, to have sex with women back in the day. Not that I ever violated or did no fuck shit, but just right. to know that that was the only aim. Because now, like, real shit, man, like, I love kicking it with women and just learning and talking and, and, and being able to have friends that I don't have to have sex with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a beautiful thing. So, right. in, in essence, man, that's really what it was. Y'all get treated, like I said, to me, I feel like y'all are the most hated species on Earth, and y'all don't deserve it. Y'all are the most nurturing. Y'all are the, the, probably the smartest. You know what I mean? You're definitely the most intelligent. Your, 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 your instincts are just... Black women are just... Like, black magic. Black magic is one of those things where, like, like 2% of it fell on us and 98% of it is y'all. Like, I, I love you motherfuckers, man. Like I said on the show, black women made me bite my lip. Y'all are, y'all are special. And, and I feel like the, the, in the essence, men should protect y'all in more ways than just physical. You know what I mean? Make a black woman feel good. Black, black nigga, if you at Starbucks, pay it forward. If you, if you know what I mean, send, send your girl. Listen, from 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 boiling niggas down to the low niggas, you can figure out something to do for your girl and her friends. Pay attention to black women, man. Take care of them. They take care of us on the y'all take care of us on the daily. So it's just, I love y'all. And and again, like. It's, it, it would be foolish to say that within our community, there still is not a divide. So I'm not going to say that every black woman is going to be somebody you get along with. But to love them, you don't have to get along with all of them. To treat them with respect, you don't have to get along with all of them. They, they shouldn't be afraid of us. That's, that's the shit that gets me the most is, is to know that women are, y'all are afraid of us. And we are supposed to be our protectors. So for right. me, that's the biggest part right there. When a woman told me that, it was like black, like black women are afraid of black men. That shit kind of it hurt my feelings. And so for me, that's that's really that's the biggest thing. Cause you know, I I I'm long with it. So I, I do apologize. 
But that's that's the biggest thing. It, y'all shouldn't be afraid of us. So for me, I had to change who I was as a man in order, and, and then start teaching, start preaching it, and live by it. So. So what do you think is the? What have you learned? What do you think is the most valuable thing that you've learned from a black woman? Learn from a black woman? Honestly, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say how how to be emotional Mm -hmm. and and how to be uh, how to be emotional and how to be caring and understand that they're two totally different things. Um, Men don't like to show emotions. And a lot of times we feel like we shouldn't have to. But and and there's still a lot of cases I feel like I shouldn't have to, but I had to understand the occasions that I do have to and that I should. Um, a lot of our sons go out here and they are confused about life and they go out here angry because they weren't allowed to show emotion. I have a well, I I won't say I have it anymore, but I had to work on it. I had a horrible fucking anger problem because I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. I wasn't allowed to i didn't have an outlet where somebody was like yo it's okay to be pissed off but this is how you deal with it it's okay to be sad but this is how you deal with it and so when you when you hold on let me get back on track because i'll 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 twist this whole thing around (laughs) you're right (laughs) you're right you already know me um, I listen, listen, listen. Ask the question again, so I can jump right back on. <laughs> what have you learned, or what's the most valuable thing you've learned from Black women? Because you said you've talked I, to Black women and you've they've told you things and stuff like that, and made you reevaluate. Oh yourself. no, if we if we talking about from that standpoint, honestly, to listen to y'all more, respect the actual boundaries that women set. Women, you, I've learned that you all talk way more physically than you do vocally. You know what I'm saying? In the same way that you allow us to know that, hey, you can probably come get this, is the same way you allow us to know to stay the fuck back. And so now talking to women and hearing stories and actually just being around y'all a lot more, I'm able to read the room a lot better than I was in my earlier years. And and then even when I'm not like physically seeing it, again, my respect level for your boundaries are is a lot more intact due to talking to y'all, due to hearing that. Because again, man, like no bullshit. I'm in my 20s, I'm going to be real. I thought I knew rape and violations happened. I was never a nigga that was like, oh, she's lying. It's just that when it became so rampant that the stories were coming out, I was I I ain't gonna front. I was one of the niggas that at one point in life that was just like, man, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I because I am one of them huge conspiracy niggas. I'm like, yo, some this this is some bullshit. And then just again, and then I was in the military too. It's some fucked up shit that happens in the military. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And uh-huh. so again, once and I think some, sometimes God cuts out certain parts, certain paths in your life. I don't know why I hang with so many women. I literally talk to so many different women on a daily basis. Like it's it's ridiculous. But I literally have a lot of platonic friendships. But I think that's what it was for. Is because I literally walked through life with a fucking platinum tongue and all I used it for was to sleep with women. I literally could talk my way in and out of anything. But I think God placed a lot of women in my life to be like, look, bro, you you literally are... I think a nigga that, that, that hypes y'all up 
and makes you feel like you're supposed to feel, only to slut you out does a lot more damage than a fuck nigga that comes in already with bad intentions. Because, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I had to learn that, that even though I wasn't intentionally trying to hurt y'all, I was. And so women being put in my life taught me to be, again, taught me to read y'all better, taught me to be more compassionate, taught me to be more empathetic, taught me to stay on, on task of being an actual friend. And and then and and the real intentions of coming in. If I really if I'm coming in and I know for a fact that I I want to move forward with you in a way that you don't want to move forward with me, instead of trying to fucking play it off and still try to go back door some way to get the pussy, respect you and say, I bet this ain't what you want. I'ma move the fuck on. Men always try to play that. All right, I'm gonna be the friend role just so I can still try to get it. You gotta respect boundaries because yeah. they because you might eventually get it, and not a friendship's done, it's over, right? You know what I mean? So, y'all been around y'all taught me a lot, and it taught me how to deal with my men's in them more. You don't know your men's is on some fuck shit if you don't know if you can't recognize the signs of a fuck nigga. So, do you check your friends? Fuck yeah. Me and, me and one of my men's had a falling out. Um, he did some weird shit. And the girl called me about it. And so, and I felt like that too. Like if a chick, if you call me, you put you put a nigga on a report. Like he he didn't do nothing that violated, like I'm gonna call the police on this nigga or he need his ass whipped or nothing like that. But as his homie, had I not called that nigga, I would have been a fuck nigga. And that shit would have been on my mind. I've never had a friend that I that I know of. That needs his ass whooped for violating. But what this nigga did definitely deserved the talking to. Like, look, blood, like, I can't be your friend if you're gonna do weird shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't do weird shit like this. Like, I think what he I think what he did, he thought he was being sweet, but it was weird. Listen, so all right. So my man is into um like open relationships, kinda. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, he's allowed to do certain shit in his relationship. He's allowed to get away with a lot of shit. And so he tells me about this chick. I meet the chick and he's like, yo, um, do you want to fuck with her? And so at the time, I mean, she was fuck with a boot, but I was going through my own little situation. And I was just like, you know, trying to break up with an old girl. This was like, yeah, like about a year or two ago. And so I was just like, nah, you know, whatever. But I had already started uh, texting old girl back and forth at this point. Mm-hmm. And so when I told him, no, I was like, you know, just do your thing, blood. It's real G. But old girl had my number. So every now and then, I think it was just one of those, you still trying to fill it out situation. So she would hit me up like, hey, what you doing? Can I come through? Whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm one of those dudes that that before I knew what depression was, I was just ghosting motherfuckers because I didn't know how to deal with it. And so that's the category she ended up falling in. And so I had her number, but I wouldn't talk to her. And one day she hit me and was like, yo, um, are you busy? And I'm like, nah, I'm, what's good? She's like, I, I think your friend is at my job. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, she was like, can you just call him and ask him where he at? And I was like, what's going on? And so she texts me a picture of a car lot. And I was like, all right. She was like, I work at a Ford, uh, at Ford Motor Company. And I was just like, so I called my man. I said, yo, what are you doing? Shit, looking at some used cars. I said, blood, if you don't leave where the fuck you are right now, what the fuck is you doing? 
How you know I'm up here? It don't matter. Oh, nigga, you know, I, was, I just wanted to take her out to lunch. That's weird as fuck, bro. Yes, don't show how, much how about you say, hey, can I take you out to lunch? Right. Just because she told you where she worked don't give you access to just show the fuck up. That's weird. Right. And if you do this again, I can't be your friend. I can't. This is weird as fuck. Don't do this again. I get you on some open shit. You and your wife got some other shit going on. But just popping up on some chick job. <laughs> because I, 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 I talked about this on an old show before. I said the funny part about weird shit is that it's only weird when it's not received. Because you show up on your old lady job un- un-fucking-announced, right. wanting a surprise with fucking lunch, she fucking like, hey, bitch, yo man don't do this. You show up to a chick that don't know you showing up, now you the weird nigga. It's just, it's what it is. You show up, you, it's anything. It's any, it could be small shit. The dude, the dude that you flirting on and off with at the job, Show up with a six a six piece snack with some motherfucking Texas toast and the fries and some chili cheese fries. If you're from the city, you know what I'm talking about. You you appreciate that, but some random nigga show up with a six piece snack and some chili cheese fries. One, you're not gonna eat that shit because you like, why did this nigga bring me some food? And B, you probably, if you thought about eating it, you inspecting the fuck out of it. It's only weird when it's not when it's when it's from who you don't want it to be from. Because the same nigga that it wasn't weird from, who you was just, oh, he bought me a six-piece snack. As soon as that nigga pissed you off, he gonna buy you that same six-piece snack. And you like, why? <laughs> it's only weird. I'm telling you, it's anything. It's anything. Your boyfriend saying you a dick pic in the middle of the day. You might still don't want it, but you ain't wildin'. Some random nigga send you a dick pic in the middle of the day. You liable to call the police on this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's only weird when you don't want it. That's it. Yo. I swear to God. Women love wing money. Send a motherfucking wing money in the middle of the day and you fuck with them. She gonna let the fuck out you. A random nigga send you wing money, you still gonna eat them wings, but you're not gonna acknowledge the fact that he sent them? Listen. It is about building report. If you know me or you don't know me, you can send me some wing money. Odd Nikki. At, that's my cash app. If y'all niggas want to send me some wing money, go ahead. I'm for it. Listen, my, it. my birthday on Monday, send me Taco Tuesday money. Penrose <laughs> Eames is the cash app. Let's get it. <laughs> um, Well, I'm glad you checked them. Cause yeah, that's weird as fuck. I'd be a fuck nigga if I didn't check that nigga. Yeah, if I didn't check that nigga, I'd be a fuck nigga, bro. Uh-uh. It's it's crazy. And then I had so my ex-husband's best friend try to haul at me one time and I told my ex-husband about it and he thought I was lying. So like niggas don't think niggas don't think y'all lying. Niggas niggas who do that is, is way too emotional is way too afraid to check their mans. No nigga the the thought that you're lying, of course, is always gonna come up. But every nigga it you have to rationally weigh the situation. Why would she lie to me? What's going on in this relationship that this woman will lie to me about something like this? Do I feel like she would try to fuck my mans? And if you can almost definitively say no, come on, man. No nigga really thinks you're lying. Niggas just be too pussy to check their mans. I broke up with a chick and she was like, yo, you know such and such tried to holler at me, right? And I went and talked to the nigga. 
I grew up with you. She if 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 my man's fucked with this chick and it was a long-term relationship and they broke up, that she definitely I'm never hollering at her. Ever, right. ever, ever. You know what I mean? Even if I know you from the hood, even if you ain't my man's, I know you from the hood. I'm not doing it. It's it's a, it's a respect issue. And so, hey man, niggas be lying. They man trying to holler at y'all, niggas just be too pussy to holler at that nigga. Don't let a nigga lie to you. Niggas be pussy. Real shit. Niggas killing their manhood spiritually on a daily basis because they too scared of another nigga that breathe the same air they do. Man, please. Am I listen? Let's just be real. When I say that shit, I'm I'm not saying I'm a tough nigga. I'm not fighting Mike Tyson. You seen Mike Tyson fight lately? Nah, I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb. But, but I'm not about to. You're not about to, as my lady, come tell me that in some way, shape, form, or shape, form, and fashion. You've been violated, especially on that small of a level. And when I say that small, I'm talking about a nigga trying to holler at you, and that's right. supposed to be my man's. And I and I don't want to say nothing. What type of listen? It's just like you 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 get you get more love getting your ass whooped out of trying to take up for her. As for her telling you some nigga trying to holler at her, and you like, bitch, you lying, nigga. Then go fuck him. The fuck <laughs> is you talking about? Fuck out of here. I wish I would. And, and you know what? And the reason I and I and I and I know y'all ain't lying. It's because the one time in life that it ever happened to me, I literally told my girl, I was like, your cousin just tried to holler at me. And she was like, come on, my cousin hates you. And and it hit me, and I was like, that bing, there it is right there. Motherfuckers be trying to throw smoke screens. So now when you be like, your man trying to holler at me, that nigga don't even fucking like you. Right. 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 Her cousin, I had a situation. I dated this girl. Her cousin used to, I can't believe you let that nigga smoke weed on your balcony. I can't believe. I can't. And one day, I swear to God, this bitch hated my guts. You know? And 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 look, and real talk was finer than fine. I'm talking about this motherfucker was finer than any part of outdoors God has ever motherfucking created. This woman was fine. But I knew she hated me, and I was just like, ugh. No, and I love my girl. I'm not a cheater. I swear to God, I'm not. Not for real. <laughs> we'll talk about that not later. Anyway, <laughs> I don't cheat unless you give me a reason to. Rest real talk. I'm not a cheater. And I'm sitting there, and I'm chilling, and my slim is like, yo, what you want for dinner? Whatever the fuck the, the end of the result behind our apartment complex. And she like, bet, I'm going to go to the store. And she asked her cousin to ride with her. Her cousin was like, um... Some, you know, it was something like, yeah, I'm going to go with you. And all of a sudden, she had to use the bathroom. And she was like, girl, just go ahead. I'm going to just, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right. So Slim sit on the couch about a good, like, two, three cushions away from me. And then she kept nudging closer and closer and literally started tickling me. And I'm like, nah. I'm like, get the fuck off me. She like, tickle me, come on, play fight with me. All of this weird shit. And I'm just like, nah. And she, she like, I fuck with you. And then... And I know I be saying this and that. And in my head, I'm either like, hey, you weird as fuck, or be this a setup. You know what I mean? Because no. <laughs> and like, no bullshit. About a good 10 minutes before my chick came home is when she finally calmed down and left me alone. And I'm not the dude that's just like, she did this, you know what I mean? Nah. So when Slim went home, I was just like, yo, I need to talk to you. And she's like, what? I'm like, Slim tried to fuck me today. Like, she for real was. And she like, nah, she didn't. 
I'm like, yeah, nigga, she did. Like, this happened, that happened. And she was just like, she hates you. And I was just like, <laughs> all right, fuck. And it almost, it almost, it, I ain't gonna front for, for a very, very split second. Because as fine as that girl is, a very split second, I was like, should have just did this shit. Like, but no, I wouldn't cheat on my girl because that's fucked up. But nah. When niggas be lying. Niggas be lying. They just pussy. They be lying. But anyway. <laughs> I'm t- I hate I hate when I hear those type of stories. Niggas be lying. Real shit. You do have to evaluate. Sometimes your girl might be like, you know, niggas know if your girl a fucked up person, man. You know if your girl capable of doing shit like that. You ain't like the movies. You know what I'm saying? This she ain't just been fucking you and sucking you for 25 years to one day play some elaborate trick to get some insurance money. Nah, it ain't like the movies. If your chick say that a nigga tried to holler at her nine times out of ten, that shit real. Right. Well, okay. We've been on here almost two hours, dog. See, this will happen when I talk to Penrose. And uh-huh. then he'll disappear for a year. So probably. <laughs> you know how I do. Right. Well, again, I appreciate you uh, sticking up for Black women and showing I love your you all, man. for us. Um, and you know, real shit. And I, and, I, and I promise I won't be long-winded on that. Y'all kept me relevant. Remember that day we was on the phone and I was like, yo, why why you fuck with me? And you was just like, yo, you cool. I asked you that shit for a reason. I've been on, I was on your show. I was on Autumn show. I've been on Tam show. I record with Chris and, and, and VJ. I talk to Chris and V. Damn near all of y'all I talk to. You know what I'm saying? If not all the time, at least we check on each other. And it's generally the women. And that was another thing, too. Like, I love my niggas, but I'm going to be real. Niggas don't check on me. Y'all check on me. Like, real shit. Like, motherfuckers literally genuinely give a fuck about me. And I had to really think about that. Like, yo, do your part, nigga. Shit, be better to these women. So. Oh well, you're rude sometimes. Listen, y'all, I called him because I thought something was wrong, and I called him and he answered and was like, "What do you want, nigga? What? You want to check on your black ass? A goodbye." <laughs> Whatever, nigga. You be rude sometimes too, but don't go there. Anyways, again, I like. I probably don't tell you enough, but I like I be listening to your shit. I know I, I have a bad habit of not like posting that I'm listening to the people's podcasts, but I be listening to your shit and I appreciate the love. And I've been like I said, I've noticed for ever since I met you, pretty much that you are you're always rooting for Black women and you're showing your love and appreciation. You do say I love you a lot. Um, I do. I, mean, I, I, just, I love it. Like. I do. I mean, because I just feel like, again, I just feel like y'all need to be champion. We need to be championed as a race. And then I just, I do love y'all. I wouldn't be shit without you. Real shit. Aww. That's so sweet. Even though you I do. treat me like shit sometimes. Whatever, <laughs> Anyways, we can go ahead and wrap it up. Um, You got to give, I keep forgetting to do this, but I remember now. Um, You got to give the people one thing. Uh, it could be positive, it could be anything, but something for them to take for the week, for the rest of their life, just for today, whatever. One thing for the people to take. You put me on the spot with that one. You know, I'd be trying to be in depth and shit. Fuck, I'm just okay. Um, 
one thing for the people to take. Everybody loves you, but very few people give a fuck about you. What I mean by that is <clears throat> we toss around emotional verbs so lofty nowadays. And the world moves so fast that it's easy to get swept up in a rush of emotions in the sense of feeling connected to somebody. Because for the most part, the way that we live, a lot of us are lonely as fuck. So everybody tells you they love you. Everybody throws that shit around. But it's very few people that's calling you and checking on you. It's very few people that's stopping by. It's very few people that's giving you some dough if you fucked in the game. It's very few people that's championing you seeing you get that promotion. It's very few people that's telling you that relationship is toxic. It's very few people that's telling you, yo, you fucked up. You need to fix your relationship. Those people that are, though, those people give a fuck about you. Everybody loves you. Very few people give a fuck about you. Those very few people that do give a fuck, hold them tight, love them tight, love them the right way. Take that. Amen. Um, mine's is the same. I tell y'all all the time. Um, mainly for my black folks. I love y'all, man. Keep doing y'all thing. Keep being magical. Black lives matter. Um, keep fighting a good fight. You know, yeah. uh, we see you. We hear you. Uh, and just know, always know that you always have my support. So yeah. Um, and it, yeah. What, what were you about to say? I just want to say too. I was I, I I was talking to Jay Omega last night, and I had a really long conversation with him. I'm 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 impressed with what you young black men are doing. I'm yes. I'm deeply impressed. It's a lot of y'all that need some help. It's a lot of y'all that still fell into the same trap a lot of us did. The thing and the things you see. Is the is the way that life should be led, but it's a lot of you young, under thirty five, black men that are really really doing dope shit, and I just I appreciate y'all. I I like to see it, and I love to see that y'all are carrying torches to protect black women, to make the black community a better place. So I just wanted to say that real quick. I love to see it. So, oh, I got one more thing. Make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Um, I had to reevaluate my life. Uh, and admit some things to myself yesterday mm -hmm. I was in a group chat uh, I was having a shitty mental day or mental week um, and I had to realize what was going on so now I'm experimenting with some things I'm going to go get a pet tomorrow to see if that works um, okay. but realize take the time to really think about your mental and Talk to other people about it. Um, don't be ever, don't ever be afraid to talk to anybody about what's going on with you mentally. And if yeah. you, if you want to experiment and try to see if things will work out for you, like if you, like for me, I'm about to go get a, a pet tomorrow to see if that helps me mentally deal with whatever I have to deal with. Hey, look, real talk. I'm gonna give you a quick test. If if at any time during the week you super fucking happy. And then for in the, in the split of two hours, you sad as fuck. You're probably bipolar. Go get that shit looked at. Right. We don't. Seriously. We don't. We don't like to actually just be like, yo, it's the simplest shit. We think it's just mood swings. That that's what mood. <laughs> listen, if you have horrible mood swings, you're probably bipolar. And see, that's what I've been dealing with. Um, yeah. I mean, I've told y'all for a my while. Mama, but... I dealt with it too. Like I know, in my family anyway. But go ahead. Right. Um. But. You know, so with me, this is probably going to be TMI, but so I'm on meds, right? right? But I've noticed my meds aren't strong enough when I'm on my period. Okay. And when my cycle starts, I'm 
downhill. So okay. I just talk, I used to just try to tell myself like, it's nothing. It's, I'm just having right. a day, whatever. But honestly, I, I evaluated everything and I sent a, a group chat. I sent a, a group message to my, to the podcast happy hour group. And I was like, look, I think this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. We talked it through and I was just like, I'm just going to talk. I mean, I'm just going to go get a pet, see if that works. Right. You know, it, you have to take, I know it's hard to like admit that you have something going on mentally or whatever, but just please take that time to like okay. evaluate your mental state. Like be, I know it's hard to accept, you know, you probably have a mental illness or whatever, but you just, you just got to do it, man. If you got to talk mm, to Yes. Like the, the day I accepted it, I think it was, I cried the hardest I cried in my whole fucking life. It's hard. It because is. You, yeah. Because you, you're literally accepting. I think what it is, is that a piece of you is accepting all of the negative that somebody has the stereotypical negative that, that people place on it. And I think once you get past that and realize that, yo, I'm not that. I'm not crazy. I'm not stupid. I'm not. It's just that, yo, this is this is what happens to me. I recognize this is what happens to me. There are ways to curb that. Let me go take care of that. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to embracing the negative stereotypes that come with it. Because nine times out of ten, we all got a mental illness. Nine times out of ten, that shit is probably hereditary. Nine right. times out of ten, and especially if you black, you know, a lot of men, your PTSD level is 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 higher than most just because you black. Regardless, right. you know what I mean. It's, go get your shit checked, please, please, right. please, 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 Definitely. please, please. It's real please. shit. Like for real, just you just gotta have that's that. serious. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's one thing I'm probably gonna be talking more about mental health. Super important. Um, like I said, I know it's tough. I know it's hard to like realize you know, that you have a mental health or, or mental illness or whatever, but you seriously have to take the steps to try to make yourself better. Um, and it, like, it does suck because when I found out I was bipolar, I did cry. I was like, I was in denial about it and everything. And then, like I said, just yesterday, I realized what was going on, why I was so moody. Like, yes, I'm on meds, but then I realized my meds don't work when I'm on my cycle. So it's just right. like things like that. You have to really like, Try to figure out, cause like I said, I just don't. I don't want to be that person during that yeah. time. So now I'm it's trying to hard, find, yo. Yeah, now I'm trying to find ways to like help me since my meds aren't helping me. Now I'm trying to find other ways to help me during that time. And then when my cycle is over, I'm good. So. But you want to know what's weird for me is I'm trying to like at this point, real shit. I'm literally trying to figure out how to actually successfully date without. I hate to get. I hate when I get to that point where I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't want to be around you. I don't. And how do? Because you can't explain that to somebody. That's hard to be like, hey, every now and then I be, I get to this point to where you just gotta tell them, man. I don't want. You know what I mean? I don't. I ain't gonna want you around. I ain't gonna want you to talk to me. I'm probably not gonna call you for like two weeks. How do you really just? You know what you I mean? Get somebody to understand that. So you just gotta tell them, dog. You just gotta straight up tell them. I mean, my friends know. Look, it's not. True. No, I mean, yeah, it's different. It's better now. Yeah. I think now, you know, what I mean, it's definitely way better now. But I'm just thinking about like, like when I first had to come to grips with, and I first really had to be like, "Yo, hey, my name's Ken Rose, and something's wrong. Not even something's wrong with me, but <laughs> but this happens. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna I'm lie. Not, I'm gonna be like, look. 
I'm just gonna let you know right now, I'm bipolar. Like for yeah. real. If you want me, then you can fuck with me, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> like this is what it's gonna be like. And it, I just leave the option up to them. Either you wanna yeah. fuck with me or you don't. I try to make people laugh. Like, listen, fucking with me is gonna be a ride. I promise it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be bumpy as fuck, but it's gonna be exciting. I promise you that. I promise That's right, you that. You, uh, just ghosting me. It is what it is. I understand. Listen, I listen. I tried to explain that to somebody, and the girl was just like, "Oh, you're not making time for what's important." I said, "That's the funny part. I'm ghosting you because I, I kind of do think you're important. Like you don't get this shit. You know what I mean? But you know, hey, it is what it is. It's it's crazy. It it kind of. I mean, it felt good to be able to even talk to it open, talk about it openly. Can you imagine, like years ago, just being judged, like, ugh. You know what I mean? It's it's cool to be able now to have somebody to talk to and be like, look, oh yeah, this does happen, but you're not crazy. Ain't shit wrong with you for real. So, you know, get yourself checked out, man. Huh? Marco said my candy corn brother. We already talked about that. Yes, yes. The candy corn coalition is alive and well. Anyways, y'all the only two. Um, Again, Rose. Nope, y'all not about to start this candy corn shit. It's disgusting. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Rose, thank you again for joining me. Tell the people again where they can find you, what you um, do, all that. For shit. sure. You can find me on Twitter and IG at Penroseems. You can find my show on Twitter at Penrose versus Any or on IG at Penrose versus Anybody. I just moved the show actually over to Anchor today. Um, I'm a true believer in signs. So if y'all know me, y'all know I'm like, horribly inconsistent um somebody something was said to me yesterday actually that i would be consistent as fuck for y'all so because i love y'all and i actually believe i owe y'all something so that's where you can find me um also like i said next year the weekend before september 21st because that's my birthday we are going to do bring your hoodies to my hood entrepreneurs podcasters whoever you are if even if you just want to come Put your put 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 you put your brand on your hoodie and come out and network with us. Come out and party with us and and, and, and come see us. So again, more details will will be extremely unveiled in the next coming weeks. But um, yeah. And please go listen to Penrose versus anybody. Rate and subscribe. Let me know what I could be doing better. Let me know things you want to hear about. I do a section on my show called the strain of conversation which is where i talk about the um marijuana strain that i might be partaking in for the week so if anybody out there is a partaker in cannabis and you would like to submit um a strain of the week or a strain of conversation i should say then you can email me at penrosemes at gmail.com or just you know hit me up in the in the, on, on the twits so um <laughs> <laughs> And make sure y'all tell this man happy Thank birthday, you. birthday and send him some taco money. Yeah, send me taco money. So listen, I'm hoping my, like I got told, because I was supposed to be in Jersey, man. Shout out to Hype Williams Young. Like she was about to try to make my birthday to shit. And some things uh, transpired that, that wouldn't allow me to go. But I got told the other day, like um, at midnight, what, what did I get told? Just, just be home. Are you going to Jersey? Nah, I don't think I'm going to Jersey. Then just be home uh, at midnight on your birthday so you can get this cake. I don't know what, what kind of cakes is coming. <laughs> but all I know is I was told to be home 
And at midnight going into my birthday, I was getting some cake. So we shall see you. what happens. Yes, you do. You owe me. Yeah, whatever. You owe me. I think you owe me something. Anyway. <laughs> um shackles over yeah 21st is Penrose birthday make sure y'all shout it out is. taco money happy birthday whatever just send me taco money Penrose Eames P-E-N-R-O-S-E-E-A-M-E-S on the motherfucking cash app send me taco money man taco Tuesdays the very next day send me money and if you want to send me money I mean odd Nikki you should just send Nick you should just send Nikki money just cause just cause She's anyway. dope as Leo you'll ever meet. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, y'all know where y'all can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and IG at Odd Tales Pod. The name's right there. Um, E-T-A-L-E-S Pod. Um, if you want to follow my personal page, it's Odd Nikki on Twitter and IG. But, I mean, I mean I'm funny, I guess. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm glad you said something. Podcast happy hour. If you don't know by now, I don't know how you won't know or how you don't know, but I am part of Podcast Happy Hour. So it's me, Autumn, Jay Boog, Chris, and Tamara. Um, we get together each month and just talk or whatever. Fool- it's a bunch of foolishness. Well, next month, we'll be on Jay's platform. Her show is Jay's Quick 3. I'll have all this information in show notes. I have it on there every episode anyways. Listen, make- y'all are like, y'all are like, every time I be talking to people and I be like, yo, did you see such and such? And I and I gotta be like, which one was it? Was it The View? Was it The Read? Was it, you know what I'm saying? That's how I look at y'all. Y'all are like, for real, if y'all stick with this shit, y'all, please believe. I can see y'all I can see one of y'all being in the in the new chick come on because one of y'all had a baby and had to take a hiatus. So now this new chick come on. And I can see one of y'all being the whoopie like, uh-uh, tighten this bitch up. Get her the fuck about it. Uh-uh. Who, who's this new bitch? Who, who is this? I can see it. I can see it. I love so, y'all so much. <laughs> Make sure y'all check us out. Like I said, we're going we're not gonna be live, I don't think, but um our episode will be on her show next month. Um, I think it was October 16th. Um, so make sure you check that out. We did two episodes already. Um, <laughs> Jason, no new friends, but uh, we did. <laughs> you can find our first two episodes on Tamara's podcast. Hers is Tamara to the Break of Dawn. Is it that? Yeah. Hers is so long. Tamara to the Break of Dawn. That's for you sure. Are, right? You are Whoopi. I've I figured that. I just wasn't gonna <laughs> say it. Um, yeah, but that is Tamara's show. Okay, so Tam- okay, our first podcast happy hours on Tamara's show, and then our second one is uh, we just had it is on Autumn's show. Her show is called the Lit Life Podcast. So make sure you go listen to that so you can kind of get an idea of what foolishness we be on. And then, like I said, next month we'll be on Jay's show, and then in November I'm hosting, and you already know it's gonna be live. So, and then in December, Chris- <laughs> in December Chris is hosting. So. Make sure you check it out. Here's uh, Tamara's information so you can go find the stuff. Yeah. Uh, also, also check out All Docked Up too. I didn't forget it. It's just we've been on a little, we've been on a little bit of hiatus, but we about to come back, and we coming back with a funny one for y'all. So check out All Docked Up, me, Chris, and VJ. 
and and out. and they are celebrity podcasters. Y'all are celebrities out here. Shit. Come check out your favorite celebrity podcasters. I promise you, you won't uh, regret it. It's a good time. Um, oh, also, if you if you need a poem to say sorry to your girl, or you just need some poetry in your life, or whatever, I I'm wicked with it. Come fucks with me. Twenty five dollars a poem. I'm out here. Um, for Chris's episode for podcast happy happy hour, we're wearing ugly sweaters. For my episode, we're wearing uh, kitten heels. What? <laughs> I'll explain later. But just make sure that you're tuned in so you'll see what I'm Listen, She just put all docked up like you throw up gang signs. Right. <laughs> oh, I guess I guess for Jay Book show too, we're gonna wear kitten heels too. Or the unsub 13s. So make sure you catch us. Don't don't yep. Oh no, Jay. Okay, so for Jay's episode, we're wearing the unsub 13s. For my show, we're wearing kitten heels. Um, anyways, <laughs> thanks for hanging with us for two hours, dog. Um, we again, love y'all. Yeah, love y'all. Thank you again, Penrose. You're the best sometimes. No doubt, um, man. I just love to, <laughs> I just love running my mouth, and I love the fact that people listen. Yes, we are, Tam. You're just gonna have to deal with it, anyways. Catch y'all. Oh, speaking of, so I know I say I'm gonna drop the audio and visual every Tuesday, but I'd be lying. So this should probably be out like Wednesday. <laughs> so look for this episode Tuesday, Wednesday. It'll be on YouTube and um on my wherever you listen to podcasts at. But you should definitely check out the visuals. The visuals are so much better. Um, make sure you follow, you subscribe to my YouTube page so you catch every episode. Um, and then yeah, every Friday I'll be here talking ish with people or by myself looking crazy so yeah that's it that's all i got for the show thanks again penrose you're the best sometimes um i'm not gonna no. tell you now because i'm gonna harass you on your birthday so <laughs> no doubt <laughs> um you guys have a great night and be safe this weekend um yeah bye bye